broadcasting live from Lakewood, California. This is Dudes for Life Radio. Hello, welcome back to Dudes for Life Radio for another episode. My name is Travis Larvier. And my name is Holden Ruff. We're having a good good day today. Just um, it's about ten thirty at night, and well, no, maybe not ten thirty, just about ten o'clock um, on a f- Saturday night. And just decided to do another show. It's been a while um, since we've gotten together. Yeah, it, it has. It's been what about four way, or five weeks? Yeah, way too long. Um, just kind of in the middle of the summer, but now since we're both in school, we have been busy with a lot of work and everything. Yes. And speaking about school, um, school for me has been yeah, I want to say all right this year. But um, how about you, Travis? Just going into college? Yeah, how's that? It's it's been pretty good. It's uh, been a little stressful, you know, because it feels like it's a lot of work. But once you get used to everything in college, um, everything's just really easy. And yes, it is a lot of work to do, and studying um, has to be done more often. But once you get used to everything, it's it's pretty cool. You know, I only go to school until um, about twelve o'clock each day, except on Wednesdays when I have my photography class. But that's okay because I like that class a lot. That's cool. Um, let me ask you, has it been everything you've expected it to be? Um, that's, yeah, more or less. I mean, it's, when I started out at college, I didn't want it to be like fraternity kind of a thing where everything's going crazy and party, party, party. It's just, it feels like the 13th grade is what everybody says, you know, when you go to Long Beach City. Yeah. And obviously you can expect fraternities and stuff when you go to like big old universities, but you know, I'm not planning to do that for a while. So, yeah. um, but it's been, it's been pretty easy though. Mm-hmm. What were you expecting going into college? I just thought it'd be a little more stressful, like, you know, going into big old lecture halls and auditoriums where you had to listen to the boring professor talk about nonsense and people just start sleeping and everything. And, but um, it's do you, been... Do you have to listen to those lectures? Um, sometimes you do, but it's never in a lecture hall. Like, the most that I have in one class is probably about 70 people. It's just because it's a philosophy class and everybody has to take that... But my English class is about 30 people, and it feels just like a regular high school class, and it's really not that bad. It's okay. It's been pretty fun. Yeah, I really, nice. I actually enjoy it a lot. Sweet. And so, um, actually, a really important thing in my other big class is my political science class, or that's, you know, fancy term for a government class. One of the big things that we've been discussing, obviously, this year is 2008, and it is the election year. And it's a really important election this year uh, because... People, you know, more or less like or they hate President Bush, and they're kind of like, you know, we just want to get rid of him, and we don't know what to do with him. So um, the the candidates, uh, Republican Party is John McCain and Sarah Palin, and I can't remember the, the vice president for Democrat Party, but um, the candidate for Democrat is uh, Barack Obama. Yes. So um, it's a really it's a really important year. Um, my opinion is that. Whoever gets elected, it's kind of screwed either way because you know they're going to be coming into a tough situation. And yeah, we got we're, we're in two wars. And, yeah, and we're in a huge financial situation. Yeah, and you know there's so many things going on throughout the world with all that and global warming, and then we just got hit with another major hurricane with Hurricane Ike down in Texas, and yeah, uh, that's some pretty scary stuff because you know we have some friends who live near Houston, but uh, luckily I believe they're out here when they made when it made landfall. No. Running the country is a big deal. Um, I know John McCain's a Christian, and Barack Obama is a Muslim. Yeah, that's so, yeah, now, I believe so, yeah. Now, do you think religion should play any part in running the country? Um, to some people it does. I mean, that's that's kind of the thing that I thought with President Bush was, yes, he is a Christian, and um, 
you know, yes, it does have a lot to do with how you run your country because it's kind of that whole thing with freedom of religion. And yeah. yes, you know, I don't like, well, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say you don't like Barack Obama because he's a Muslim because that's kind of being like not necessarily racist, but you're discriminant towards certain religion. You know, people yeah. choose whatever their own ways. It's just I prefer not to have my country run by some someone like that. You know, yeah. it's kind of hard to say that in something like this, but, you know, that's my opinion. And, you know, it is it is important for him because if he is elected, he is the first African-American president to uh, be elected. Yeah. And, uh, and something I have to say on that subject is our forefathers formed our country under God. Yeah. They put Christ first. Um it's in everything they did. And like so, the, the Pledge yeah. of Allegiance, and everybody's been debating that. It's like mm-hmm. when they say, okay, well, we don't know if we should be able to say one nation under God. You know, people are debating that now. It's yeah. like, well, I don't think we should say that anymore. And it's like, what do you think about it? It's kind of, it's sketchy, you know? Yeah, well, I think we should say that because this is a Christian country. Our forefathers founded this because it's like of freedom of religion. That's what Christian, they wanted. Yeah. So... Yeah, we should be able to say that. I don't see any reason for us not to say that. I mean, when you look at where the United States came from, they're of European descent. And mm-hmm. they came from England. And a lot of England and most of Europe is predominant Catholic. Yeah. And Catholic more or less has some similarities, but has a lot of differences between Christianity. Because um, a lot of Catholic believes solely that you don't have to accept Christ to be accepted into heaven. You have to just generally be a good person and kind of like uh, Mormonism, you know, they believe the same thing, but it's kind of funny because I think I said that last time is that sometimes some of my best friends aren't Christians at all, you know, like yeah. one of my best friends all throughout high school, he's a Mormon and, you know, I've learned that they value their, um, you know, politeness with people and that they yeah. feel that them doing good will get them into heaven and, and whatever else. And correct me if I'm wrong, but don't a lot of Mormons consider themselves to be Christian? I think they do, yeah. Like, um, I believe my friend said that one time. He's like, yeah, we're both same thing. But he gave me a little fist pound, and he's like, yeah, we're part of the same crowd. And I was like, okay, maybe that is right. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing, but the thing with the election is just, uh, being that I just turned 18, and... I'm a legal adult now, so that's pretty cool. Um, I can vote, so I'm not going to reveal who I'm going to vote for on this uh, this thing. Uh, it might be a little bit obvious, but um, you know, everybody has their own choices to what they want to do, and um, it's cool for them. And so, yeah, it'll it'll be a it'll be an interesting year. And actually, another thing that I just thought of that isn't on my rundown here is um, Proposition Eight. If you don't know what Proposition Eight is, that is actually the um, act to ban gay marriage in California. And what do you think about that, Travis? My religion is that I feel that it's a important, important thing to get rid of because it's not right for um, people to have because, you know, as you know, that joke says, God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Ha, you know, yes, and, very true. Um, but it's still, it's still something that should be looked upon. And yes, I know people are going to start arguing and it's going to be a huge battle either way. It's, it's kind of like just the main election, you know, somebody's going to get screwed either way. So it's, yeah, you know, it's so, lose-lose. When someone says, I love you, and it's a guy saying that to a guy, do you think that could ever even be true if God created man for a woman? Like, like how so? Like, what do you mean? Because, um, you know, 
obviously with like you and me, it's like you know I love you, man, but you know yeah, I don't. It's not I don't that mean kind like, of way. I don't mean like that, like a friendship love. I mean like a deep, intimate love, like a guy yeah. should have for a girl, true love. You yeah. think that could ever be true between a guy and I, a guy? Personally, I don't think so. I mean, those two guys, whoever they are, may think that in their minds, but I don't think it's true because you know, yes, people kind of they choose what they want, and personally. If someone doesn't involve me in whatever relations that they're having, then I really don't care. But it's, it's still wrong to me to be able to see. And it's, you know, for one thing, it's seeing people that are like that. Um, even watching this latest Survivor, they have, they always have somebody who is homosexual. And it's like, you know, this guy's crazy, you know, and, and um, it's just hard to watch because you just can't stand watching somebody like that. But yeah, so I actually had to write a paper in uh, my college in this class to put not so much my personal opinions on Proposition 8, but just the debating sides between which um, which way people should vote. It's more like a, a report narrative where I kind of had to tell a story of the proposition itself, but use two sides and two facts that debated with each other. So instead of saying this side did one thing, and then in another paragraph, this side did another thing, I actually had to write the debate within the paragraphs. One of the prime examples that people would argue is that if Proposition 8 wasn't passed and gay marriage could still go on, because, um, like, get this straight, that Proposition 8, if it's passed, it's basically saying that gays can't marry. So if you want to, if you want that to happen, vote yes on Proposition 8. If not, if you feel that gay marriage is okay, then you're going to vote no. Okay. Yeah. But So that's just to clear that up. Um, but one of the main issues is that if everybody voted no on Proposition 8, then people were debating that kids would be taught in school that gay marriage is the same as traditional marriage. And that's the side of the argument that says we don't want gay marriage. And then the other side of the argument says nowhere in this proposition or anywhere does it say that um, you know teachers are forced to teach their children that gay marriage is the same as traditional marriage. Like it doesn't say that. And, you know, you got to look at the facts and see, okay, well, what's going on? But um, I got a good grade on that, so I got to be in that paper. So, uh, obviously, yeah, I made some mistakes that um, I can improve on. It's totally cool. Yeah, that, you make a good point. It's, it'll be interesting this year, but, um, you know, I'm not uh, not so much looking forward to that um, right now because that's still, you know, about a month and a half away. But there is something that uh, we are both looking forward to. Um, two weeks from yesterday, we're, we are going to Halloween Haunt. Which is uh, uh, the thirty thirty sixth year? Uh, no, I, no I think um, okay. They I believe they started in like nineteen seventy one or seventy three. But um, Halloween Haunt and Knott's Knott's Berry Farm or uh, not Scary Farm as they call it um, is in fact one of the biggest amusement park haunt events throughout yeah. the entire world. Yes, and, it is. Um, it's really fun. I worked it last year. Um, it's just so fun to see those monsters running around, yeah. scaring people. People freak out at the littlest thing. It's and, amazing. And a lot of, and um, because it is one of the biggest, it was also, again, one of the original ones because nobody really did that kind of thing mm-hmm. in an amusement park ever before. So you think this thing is over 30 years old, and there's not a lot of parks around the whole country, even the whole world, that even do that. And yes, there are different types of haunts around the country and even around the world where one of the main things in the United States is that monsters are not allowed to come in contact with you. Yes, they can't that's physically come in contact with you. In other countries, I know, um, say I believe somewhere in Europe, 
that they actually take you into this house and some of the guys will actually like grab you and bring you into different rooms. And it's like, it's actually a really scary thing. I can't remember what it was. I'd have to look it up again, but it's, yeah, it's almost like, cause something like that's not just scary for the person. Say you're on a date with a girl yeah. and a monster grabs the girl you're with. I'd be freaking out. I'd be yeah. like, oh crap, where'd they take her? Because, what am I going to do? Because from what I remember is that this thing is, uh, it's almost like inappropriate in a way because I I don't know what they would do, but that they would drag you into this room and they like they would physically touch you, and they I don't think they would harm you, but in some ways that they would actually drag you into another room on this property is not right. I mean, if I'm going there, if I'm paying you know my you know ten twenty bucks to be able to get a good scare, and some guy or a group of people physically grab me when I'm trying to have fun and, you know, go and things are going all wrong, then that's not right. Yeah, but I think before you do that, they probably have a, I don't want to say a waiver, but they probably say what they do and what's allowed and not allowed in the park. And before you enter, they probably make it clear that people will be grabbing you and touching you in that kind of a way. Not not a sexual way, but... Well, I don't know. I I think I might have even, like... I don't remember what I read. I have to find it, but I think I remember somewhere that it might be kind of like that. Maybe not that too extreme, but it might be going on that degree of inappropriate. I mean, it's it's really kind of disgusting in a way. I mean, it's really inappropriate and it's unrespectful to people because, again, if you're with a date on something like that and you and your girlfriend and your group of people and all these guys and they go into the house and then these guys come out and they grab you and they take you off into separate rooms and a bunch of dudes take your girlfriend in another room and you don't know what's going on there, I'd be flipping out too. Yeah. That's part of the scare I think. It's, but yeah, again, you, I don't think that's right, but before you do something like that, I'm sure that the people that going into the haunted house would know what they're getting themselves into. Because one of the one of the things that they really need to like that uh, America does um, is that they really look into people's breaking point is that they know that when people want to get scared, they want to get scared without having some sort of contact or any physical harm towards them. Yes, people like to get scared, but the monsters don't technically come and touch you. Yes, they can get as close as they want. And from what I heard in Knott's Berry Farm, some of the guys follow you around for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, one year when I went there, this is when I was young, this guy got within within centimeters to me, I mean literally, and I didn't even know this at the time until I like stopped and he ran into me. Yeah, and it's it's like, you know, obviously if, if a guy runs into you by mistake, then that's okay. Yes. But I think, you know, the thing that I, I feel worried about, um, and I've always been kind of freaking out about it, but I thought, you know what, this is, this is fun, and, you know, I'm going to try to enjoy myself, and um, the thing with me is that I've always thought, okay, well, I know, I know it's not real, and you always kind of have that feeling in the back of your head that if you're late at night and you're hearing noises and you think somebody might be coming after you, but it's like, you know what, it's all, it's just scary fun, and it's supposed to give you a different kind of a thrill yeah. um, that, you know, somebody's going to come kill you, but you know it's not real. Because, yes, it's not very far, but compared to places like Universal Studios, it's not as um, that level of detail. You go to some place like Universal Studios, Oh, and you know, those guys are movie masters. They go all out on everything. Yeah, they make it so far, like if you stand still, and if the monsters are staying still in a certain room, you can't see them no matter how hard you yeah, try. Yeah, just just the amount of detail that they put in everything. Um, you know, one of the the number one voted Halloween event in the country is not Knott's Berry Farm. Is actually um, Halloween Horror Nights in Universal Studios in Florida. Yeah, and because 
the event is so big that one year it's been going on for about, um, it's actually its 18th year this year. And so, you know, um, two years ago they had their, uh, sweet 16. Yeah. Quote, um, but what they did was that one year, I believe probably back in 2004 or 2005, that the event was so big that they spanned it out between both theme parks. Wow. And you can think islands of adventure and Universal Studios, and they actually put scare zones in the little pathways that you would take to go to each park. Yeah, scare zones are so, crazy. I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. And they have a bunch of highly themed mazes, and it's not just, you know, things in plywood that get put up kind of just and painted quickly to look like kind of what Knott's Berry Farm does. But they get more, not dissing on Knott's Berry Farm at all. I mean, um, Universal Studios learned from Knott's Berry Farm to do that kind of thing. But because Universal is a movie studio and they're a bunch of real set builders and they know the detail of everything. Yeah, they've got the money. To yeah, yeah, definitely, sense. definitely. Not saying that Stereo Farm doesn't have money, but Universal Studios has a little more. <laughs> well, yeah, I think Universal Studios has a lot more money than Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. But, again, there's some things that Knott's has that uh, Universal doesn't have. So, you know, I go to um, Universal Studios and I've, I've been to both resorts only once i've been to the one out in hollywood only once and I, I went to florida this past or last summer actually and um my aunt took me to universe studios and we went to there and islands of adventure the thing they don't have at islands of adventure or even universe universe studios florida that ours has they don't have a tram tour because oh. the one in florida is not technically a huge movie studio like Hollywood is, because you can't go on a little tram ride and visit all the sets. Yes, they got all the sound stages where they film some of the shows, like that's where they used to have, you know, Nickelodeon and everything, but then they set that building up to show Blue Man Group. Um, um, not to change the subject or anything, but an argument within the church is Halloween Hunt, or any hunt for that matter, is evil, you shouldn't go to it, it opens doors to demons and stuff. What do you think about that? Oh man, that's a... That's a tough question. That is a hard question because Halloween Hunt does promote the devil in a sense or evil spirits, whatever you want to call it. But I don't think, me personally, I don't think that it is wrong to go to it. Just Maybe that's because I've been to it and I love going. But I think you can glorify God through that and through being there and knowing those experiences. Yeah, I agree with you because you go there and you know that things that they promote there are not of the Christian way. But again, when you go, um, but you go to Knott's Berry Farm on any other day when it's not Halloween haunt and you get some sort of a thrill. It's not obviously engraved in stone that you can't do something like that because you're getting a different kind of thrill. And if you put that in the back of your mind and you say, okay, this is not real. And just because I know that these, you know, scary mutated clowns are coming after me or whatever it is and giving me a scare, I know that it's not real and something is never going to happen to me like this because I know God is on my side and he will protect me from the evil one. And it's kind of, you put yourself in those situations and you know how to be able to, you know, handle those things. I mean, yeah. Um, I mentioned Not Scary Farm or any kind of haunt event opening up doors to the devil or doors to yeah. demon stuff. Do you think that's true? Like, how, how so? How, like, you've heard of people being possessed or demons, I guess, coming to the oh, spiritual um, world. Do you think that could happen through a haunt, anything? I don't I don't think so much with something like that. Um, again, with an event like that at just a local theme park, um, I don't think that has very much to do with it. Because the thing, the thing that I feel most comfortable about going to Knott's Berry Farm as to any other kind of haunt place 
is that it's in a local theme park. And when I mean local, I mean surrounded by city, just regular normal life. You know, mm-hmm. you go in the park, you're in this little 50-acre park, and it's this little enclosed, you know, enclosed space. And you go inside the haunt thing, and you know, okay, I'm not really in a cornfield, or I'm not really in a Victorian mansion. You're just in a little plywood building in the middle of Buena Park, California. And you yeah. walk outside, and you're back to regular civilization. It's nothing wrong. And something I know about Hunt from working there is they take security very seriously. Oh, yeah. I mean, For sure. My, my um, supervisor, which wasn't even on the security part, he ended up tackling this guy because he had a knife. I don't know how he got the knife through all the metal detectors or yeah. anything, but he had a knife, and my security... See, I don't, I mean, I don't my, get that. Why would you bring a freaking knife to I don't know. Hunt? I don't know why you bring a knife to Hunt. I but, mean, that's, that's kind of the thing that I'm worried about. Is I know it's going to be crowded, but I know... It's like a lot of mischief can go on yeah, during the night because it brings out a lot of the more adult crowd and the teenager crowd. And it's like. And that's another reason why the argument in the church that I mentioned earlier is saying why Halloween haunts bad, bad. Because there is a lot of drugs that go on there that yeah. get passed through. There is a lot of sex. There is a lot of that stuff. So, what do you think about that? It's just, you know what? If you're, if you're paying 40 bucks to go do drugs and have sex, then you're wasting your time. Yeah. And you're wasting your money. You can just do that in your own home. Yeah, I'm know, not why saying you... it's right, but you yeah, can't. I mean, obviously it's not, and you know, people shouldn't be doing that anyways. But why? Why would you pay forty dollars to go do it for one out in public where you know you that there's going to be a jail? Yeah, you could. You go out there, and people are going to come and catch you because you know that okay, yeah, that's that's the thrill of it because we know that we could eventually get caught. Not probably eventually because it's going to happen. You know, people just don't get away with things like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the whole problem with grad nights. Yeah, you know, you think a lot of grad nights happen at Disneyland, and I've read a lot of stories. I've actually got a book right here, which is called uh, More Mouse Tales, which is a book by David Koenig. Um, there was a first one just called Mouse Tales, which has a lot of um, backstage um, details and stories about Disneyland itself. And um, he doesn't say it to scare you away from Disneyland, but um, he just has a lot of things that go on. And um, one of the chapters in the first book was about grad night and some of the things that go on there. And uh, there's some pretty scary stuff. I mean, a lot of people sneak in and they um, – one story that I read is a guy hopped the fence over by the Atopia oh. and he was running from security and he hid under, you know, where the monorail track is and you go under the monorail, there's those blue canopy things, like yeah. a shield. He tried hiding in there. Then the monorail came. And oh. what, what do you think happened to him? He got hurt. No, he didn't get hurt. He got killed. He got mangled. I mean, you know, I think like that is, it's just dumb. I yeah, mean, he's an idiot. It's, and the thing with a lot of people are having drugs. One of the older rides actually before Star Tours came in was called Adventures Through Inner Space. And there's a story, if I can find the chapter here, I'll try and do this as quickly as possible. No place well, like the well, future. While he's finding that, I want to say one little tip. If you do end up going to a haunt of some sort, a lot of people don't carry around wallets. So they just put their money in their pocket and stuff. And when you do that, that's a really easy way to lose your money. So one time when I was working it, I mean, because my job was to sweep up and everything, I found $150 in a roll. So you didn't keep it, did you? I did not keep it. That's good. Because my shift leader was with me when I found it. Oh, okay. That's good. Or else I probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> not always a bad idea to keep your eyes down, especially yeah. near the bathrooms, because that's where I found it. Yeah. I mean, keep keep your money close to you. You know, don't have any sort of backpacks. I mean, I'm probably going to have a camera with me, but that's yeah. probably all I'm going to have. I'm keeping and everything in one bag. That way I know that um, 
you know, always keep the bag with me. And guys, if you go with girls, ask them if you can put your wallet in their purse. Don't go without a wallet because they do ask for ID a lot of times. Yeah. And don't put your money in your pocket. I always ask the girl if you can put it in her purse. Yeah. Because the girls, they won't put their purse down. And so, um, so this, uh, this is a excerpt from uh, More Mouse Tales in this chapter called No Place Like the Future, where they, they go through each chapter and they talk about different stories about the certain land in Disneyland. Um, so particularly, this one is about Tomorrowland. And they're talking about adventures through inner space. And um, I'll start right here. It says, also, as on the people mover, operators lost direct control of the guests once they stepped inside the car. And just to set you up, Adventures Through Inner Space, just like the Haunted Mansion, uses what's called the Omnimover um, ride system, which is basically yeah. just one long chain that keeps moving and moving. And, you know, they even use, like, the same little pods that you sit in. Yeah. And um, it's basically this really slow moving ride. And they basically take you and they shrink you through this, you know, microscope and you get down on a really tiny little particle. But it's, you know, really slow and it's really dark most of the time. So you can kind of understand that things would go on. So... Um, also, as on the people movers, operators lost direct control of the guests once they stepped inside the car. Occasionally, passengers climbed out of the cars into the dark. Monsanto's adventures through inner space got to be more of a problem as kids got to know their ride better, where the walkways were alongside the track all the way down, explained longtime lead Dick Mobley. Kids would realize there was enough light in there. One girl f- got out of the car, fell down the steps, and landed in the machinery that ties all the cars together. She got caught in the machinery and mangled. More often, guests made mischief inside their car, beating up on the scenery, having sex, smoking, drinking, doing drugs. Eventually, they had a close adventure through inner space on Grad Nights, recalled another cast member. It was adventure through marijuana. Kids would trip out on the shrinking atoms. So you can kind of expect what that would be like because these people would just go through and do the drugs and all that stuff. But yeah, so it's a lot of, a lot of things can happen, but I'm just really... I'm looking forward to it. Like, I'm, I'm wanting to have a good time. My mom and dad and my mom's friend are going to be there, so that'll be uh, pretty fun to do. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And we're having a, another group of people, um, come a couple of my friends. and It, it should be very fun. Yeah. Well, Look, looking forward to getting scared, but nice. it'll be fun. I think this is a good time to go on a short break. Yep, we'll go on a we'll short break. We'll be back in, in just a little bit. We don't, people don't even know what we're going to talk about. But this is actually the, uh, the dating show. We're going to have our first guests um with us and actually my little brother and his friend darren um, my brother's jason and we're gonna uh talk to them in a little bit um, after we get our point of view on different uh aspects of dating such as on the rundown we have different ideas for a first date um proper treatment from the guy towards the girl on the date and mm-hmm. uh the all-important thing meeting the parents Ooh, that's, that's the a scary part it's a fun thing so uh we'll be back in just a few minutes Back to Dudes for Life Radio. We have our uh, episode number two with our first real topic, which is a good topic for all guys everywhere, and that is dating. Yes, more specifically, our first date. Yeah, first um, first dates are really kind of important. Yeah, and scary. Yeah, they can make or break how your relationship life will actually work in general. Yes. Um, so, well, first of all, um, obviously, before you go on a date with a girl. What's the important thing you got to do? You got to meet the parents. Yeah, you got yeah, to meet the parents, but more importantly, you got to actually meet somebody. You know, you can't, because um, a lot of people just go out on a whim and hook up, quote. But um, mm. 
but um, it's fun to actually be able to meet somebody and, um, you know, meet somebody from school or from church or wherever, but it's obviously important to meet a girl before you ask somebody out on a date. Again, if you just hook up and ask somebody out on the whim, then uh, that doesn't always go well. And personally, that's not right. It doesn't always work. Yeah. So, I wouldn't say it's not right. It depends what your definition of date is. Because yeah. you can go out and meet someone on a whim and then go out for a cup of coffee and just get to know them. Yeah. I don't consider that a date. A yeah. date is something you pre-plan and like say, oh, right, do you want to go on a date with me? You're actually yeah. planning it to be a date, not saying, hey, you want to go do this together. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the coffee thing actually, it, again, yeah, it's just meeting somebody and getting to uh, know, them. know them. That way, if you wanted to go on a date, um, then you can't. You, you've done the first step. You've so, met um, somebody. Yeah, so personally, um, what are your preferences? Like, what do you look for in a girl? In a girl? I, I look for several things, but the most important thing is, t- for me, they've, they've got to be Christian. They've got to have a relationship with Christ before they have a relationship with another guy. That's, uh, that's a good, good point. Very good. What else do you think do you look for uh, in somebody? I don't know. I look for a girl that has a relationship with Christ. And then she's got to have her head on straight. She can't be like, all right, I'm doing this just because. She's got to have, uh, I don't want to say she's got to have her priorities right. Yeah, she's got to have priorities straight. She's got to have school above our relationship Mm -hmm. and family above the relationship, I think. That's good. For sure. Wow. I'm impressed. That's pretty good. Like, what do you, uh, what do you like uh, personality wise? What's your personality wise? What's your preferences there? Do you, do you want, do you want somebody who's a, uh, a hockey fool like you and, um, you know, just kind of does whatever, or do you like someone who likes to take action and, uh, you know, plan things out or do you like laid back and, um, you know, relaxed. I like someone that likes to plan things out, but doesn't really go crazy when her plans like don't go according to plan. Yeah, yeah. like said, she's like, all right, yeah, I'm going to plan to go to Disneyland this day. But if she goes to Disneyland and everybody that she wanted to show up doesn't end up showing up, she doesn't freak out. Or, um, I think I'm going to go to Disneyland this day, and she ends up not being able to go to Disneyland. Yeah. And instead goes to the beach with her friends. That's that's cool in that girl, I think. Yeah, I mean... So more laid back and a mix between the planning. Doesn't go all bad and uh, doesn't freak out if something is wrong. You know, just kind of kind of lives with whatever whatever happens. Yeah, yeah me. Exactly. I'm, sometimes differences are kind of exciting because you yeah. learn to live with and learn to like other people's preferences. Yeah, and you've heard of that term, opposites attract. So if yeah, you're exactly the same, it's sure. like I spend my life with me. Why would I want to spend my life with someone else that's exactly like me? Yeah. I want someone that's a little different. Yeah, because you because I think. By uh, spending your time with someone who's different gives you the opportunity to grow. You you learn to like everything else. So once you move past meeting the person, what's the next step? Well, obviously, once you uh, get the courage to be able to ask somebody out for a date, uh, before you kind of think of anything to do, it's obviously important to plan out what you're going to do. But uh, if you're short on time, you go and you meet the parents, which to me is the scariest part. But, for sure, again, it depends on who the kind of person is you're dating because you always think of that typical, you know, super sexy, gorgeous, you know, girl, and then you come home to the country farm where, yeah, you know, that hillbilly dad, hillbilly dad is sitting out in the shotgun on the front porch, you ready, you know, you're going to be taking out my daughter, you better bring her back here by 10 o'clock, or I'm going to bust your head and you ain't coming back here ever again. That's what I'm going to do when, uh, you know, I have my little girl and uh, whenever that's going to be. Um, off your shotgun before the yeah. date. Just uh, it'll be it'll be fun and uh, exciting to be able to witness something like that. But um, 
you know, I won't be that kind of dad, but, uh, sure you won't. Well, you know, as, as a dad, um, I will learn that whatever other guy comes into your, at least your daughter's life, um, that you got to be able to trust them. What, what about you? Um, do you have any, uh, do you have any special lady right now or? I, I don't have a special lady right now, but there is this potential. Girl, there is this girl that I really like, and you gonna drop the name or I'm not gonna drop the name. Okay. I, I don't know. Anonymous woman. I, I don't know how she really feels about me, so I, I'm really done with that. It's so, not Jessica Alba, is it? No, it's not Jessica oh, Alba. Dang. I, I wish, but it's not her. <laughs> I don't think I have any potential with her. But in meeting the parents, something I like to do, I like to go over to her house as just a friend. Before I talk yeah. to her parents about going as a date, just to get to know the parents okay. and see how they react. Because different parents react differently, and yeah. you might want to get to know them so you know how they react before you do it. Yeah. So that's something I like to do. Don't give up hope with Jessica Alba, though. Okay, she's I still, won't. She's still available. She's kind of older than me, but... Well, it's, no, there's nothing stopping you there. <laughs> I mean, once you... What uh, is age but a number? <laughs> once, you, uh, once you hit February, you'll be an adult, so you'll be okay. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely fun. And so... um. And then you know once you once you get in good trust, you know I I think just like you said, going as a uh, going as a friend, and um, even not so much what I what I think is kind of important to do. Um, yeah, a good point is that when you go, you want to make the appearance, especially to the parents, that you don't want to be seen as a threatening person, and that if yeah. you just take somebody as a friend, or even like a good thing that I've learned is um, group dates. Group you know group dates are fun, and then you can kind of move into the one on one yeah date. Um, you know, about on. your kissing thing, Travis. Yes. How far do you think is too far? Because this girl I like, we're, we trust each other a lot. We talk to each other almost all the time, almost every day, I should say. Yeah. And um, we'll tell each other anything. So we were talking about kissing each other and everything. She's like, "Well, I want to kiss just as much as the next girl, but I'm saving my first kiss for my husband." On, uh, yeah. she said she's might want to save it for the wedding day, but tell that she gets engaged for sure. She's gonna save it. Yeah. So, for her going too far is even kissing. What uh, do you think is too far? I think everybody kind of has their own set of boundaries. But uh, so yeah, that's definitely an important thing to remember. Um, so, but uh, it's definitely something that I keep in mind and uh, that all guys should. Now, what about? the first date um where would you go what kind of ideas did you have before you actually went on your first date well um the thing obviously a really good first date idea is just a movie you know dinner and a movie something i disagree with dinner and a movie that's a good date but not a first date because to me first date you really want to get to know the person because if you say you met met a girl at a coffee shop and you say hey yeah i like you let's go on a date first date should be like Maybe a walk through the park and a dinner. Yeah. You want to you talk to them, really get to know them, because movie, yeah, I like you. I, we didn't. We only said two sentences to each other, and then we saw the movie. Then yeah. we had dinner and went home. You didn't really get to know her. Yeah. So that's why I think maybe walk down a beach, watch the sunset together while eating. I think, yeah, chicken, something, something like that maybe um, is a little more kind of intimate, where, you know, if it's the first day and you're kind of putting on too much at first, but, you know... Like, I think, personally, I think the coffee thing is actually a really good thing because, you know, you're not eating anything, but you're just kind of drinking coffee. And you, not saying that you're forced to talk, but you have those open opportunities to be able to mm-hmm. have good conversation. And if you can find some sort of starting point, then you can really 
get off and go a long way because you can start at one point of the conversation and end up way on the other side. Yeah. But you talk for a long time. You know, you can start by talking about so what are your what do you like to do? And then you talk about like, well, that'd be so fun if I was able to go do this or whatever, you know, just kind of, um, it eventually leads to something. But if you have that point where you can talk to each other for a long time. Yeah. And somebody you like, it's not going to be like work to talk to them. You'll know that in the first day. If you're sitting down having coffee and you're having a hard time keeping a conversation together, it's probably not going to work between you two. Um, a good relationship, you don't have to work to talk to each other or to hang around each other. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you don't have to work to get through things. That's, yeah. That's totally wrong. That's completely different. Yeah, you need a, You do have to work to keep the relationship alive. Because, you know, you don't know what kind of problems could come up, but it's. I feel it's really important to be able to talk. And talking, communication is one of the key most things in any relationship because if you don't talk to each other, then... That ain't gonna work. It's also it's an important thing that I ask some of my friends. It's not so much how is your relationship going with somebody, it's how is your friendship doing. That's because, really good too. Because it's important to, you know, be boyfriend and girlfriend, but it's important to be just friend friend. Yes. At the same time. And something that I like to do because once you have a first date and it doesn't really go well, a lot of people in the relationship there they don't even stay friends. Yeah. Something I like to do is I like to make sure I can be their friend before I go on their da- a date. That yeah. way I realize if the date doesn't work maybe we could still be friends cuz they get to know your character and how you would kind of be because if you just mm-hmm. go on a whim on a date and they're just like okay well cuz if you do like good example is just something like a blind date because that's a mere first impression because if somebody doesn't like you then yeah they should probably end it because they don't want to get dragged on. Yes. But if you yeah, if you get to know somebody first as a person, as a friend, then that definitely helps because they know your character and they know how you would kind of act in that situation. What would your ideal first date be? Like, if you could start all over from scratch, be like, I want to do this for my first date, what would yours be? Oh, man, I don't even know. Now, for me, my ideal first date with this girl that I like, I'm not going to mention her name. Jessica Alba. Yes. Let's just call her Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba would be maybe going, because we, we both like art and history and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so it would be like going to an art museum and looking at oh, all the cool. different paintings, sculptures and stuff, and seeing what we think of it. Well, the Long Beach Museum of Art, just um, downtown, kind of almost by um, the Belmont Pool that we go to for church, um, that's actually a nice, it's kind of a small museum, but it's a really, it's a nice little museum that you can go to. Um, I mean, obviously, if one is to make the trip all the way out to someplace like Washington, D.C., you go to the Smithsonian, and they have all those museums out there, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, that's definitely, that's a fun thing to do, and uh, different ideas that, you know, people like to go to amusement parks for the first time, and um, to me, that's kind of a difficult thing to do, because you don't know how this person would act in a theme park, because if yeah. somebody doesn't like roller coasters, you know, then it's like, uh, well, I want to go to the Google Rides, well, I don't want to, because I get sick, or I get scared, well... Another good reason why you should really get to know the person before you go on a date, either friends first, because that way you figure out kind of what they like and what they don't like. The pros and cons. Yes. So we have ideas what a first date should look like, shouldn't look like. How should you treat the girl on the very first date? I think it's important that you treat your date with as much respect as possible because it's important that they know that you're not threatening or that they can trust you, even though it might be the first time. And also going back to the whole kissing thing is that it's also important that you might not want to try to kiss on the first date because kissing and just physical 
um, relationships can really change in a heartbeat because you don't know where something like that could end up. It'd be better to just go on a date as friends and get to know each other first. And this is, that's a good reason why you should think about your first date before yeah. you actually do it. Think about, like, okay, I'm going to set these boundaries up before I go. That way you don't cross that boundary and be like, yeah. crap, I was an idiot. Why did I do that? So actually, we're going to uh, take another quick break, and we'll have my brother Jason and his friend Darren come in here um, just for a few minutes because we're actually running on almost an hour here for a show, which is a, which is long. Which is long, but it's okay, though. Um, we're just having a good time, and we're actually having a good conversation, which we're, uh, we were talking about getting better with each show. I mean, this, this is a tremendous improvement from last time. So, I think so. We're going to go uh, to another break, and actually, what, so- what song were we just talking about? Oh, um, goodness. Earlier. I have no idea. I can't even we'll, remember. We'll, we'll figure it out we'll for you guys. Out, but, uh, we'll go to another break, and we will come back in just a few moments. And we're back with our last segment. We got my brother, Hi, Jason, Jason, and his friend, Darren. So, guys. Darren, I, I like your little wave. You know this is audio only. That's fun. Yeah, nobody can see your wave. It's just like, hi, my name is Darren. You're waving to nothing. Okay, well, we're going to go down our uh, little rundown here. And let's say, okay, well, we're talking about dating. And Darren, I know you probably had a little bit of experience. Um, you're, what, only a freshman. You shouldn't have a girlfriend. Uh, but anyways, uh, and then That's my brother has not done that yet because he's had to wait until he's 16. Thumbs for you. Um, so, Darren, how do you feel in meeting that special person? I think I know who your date person was. You wish to say her name? Would you like to? No. Okay. okay. Keith. Keith. Okay, well, we, we chose to give his a Jessica, Jessica Alba. Okay, we can say yours is Jennifer Garner. Okay. okay. You went out with Jennifer Garner. So, Darren, what did, what did you do on your first date? Uh, I went to a movie. And what movie was that? It was Get Smart. Oh, that's a good movie. Did you meet the parents, first of all? Parents? And give us a lot of detail. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't meet the parents. So you haven't met haven't met her parents at all? No. Why not? I don't know. Because she said her parents are crazy. So my parents are crazy. You know <laughs> my parents. No. Well, you're not his date. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not dating you. It's okay. It's cool. Maybe, Maybe someday. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that's that's okay though. But, Jason, um, what, you're falling asleep over there. Do you think he should have met her parents? Yes. You do. Why? Give us good detail. We want you to talk. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a, uh, like a first it's instinct, a, like a, a first feeling, instinct yeah. to do. Okay. I think that's a smart instinct. Now, what good do you instinct. what do you feel if you're when you date somebody and you have to meet? Good old dad. How do you think that's going to go? How would you go about meeting dad? What do you think? What do you think is important? Shaking hands is good. If you just have go a good up, firm handshake. If you, just, just, if, if you could go in there and say hello, sir. My name is Jason. I will be taking. Well, you don't have to be all formal about it, but so I'm gonna. We're just gonna go to a movie. This is how you have to do it. You have to be like, I, my name just is. Be respectful, Jason Lauravere. I would like to ask permission to take your daughter out on a date. A, a no, movie you don't have to do that. Go for coffee, and you don't. You don't have to give them a little like permission slip. Say, okay, signed by the dad itself. You don't want to go in there and say, "Sup, who?" <laughs> Which I know you're not going to do because you're my brother. You're pretty you're not, smart. You're not ghetto, so you're a lot smarter than a lot of people. Because you open the door and say, "What's up, who?" 
Yeah, I didn't know why I just did that. <laughs> That's okay, though. Now, Darren, uh-huh. proper treatment. What do you think is important about treating your uh, Jennifer Garner person? What are the three most important things to do for a girl on a date? On a date? Pay for her stuff. Okay. All right. Now, what, what do you think is important for a meal to pay? Do you have a job? Do I have a job? No. Yeah. Do you make money somehow? Yeah. How? Allowance. Okay. How much <laughs> do you get? How much do you get? Ten bucks a week. That's pretty good. Dang. That's <laughs> one. It is pretty good. Yeah. And um, do you choose to spend it all on, do you, do you like do you like to save? Yeah, I'll save. Okay. Um, you know, you just don't go out and buy something that comes out every week. I mean, if you think 40 bucks a month, it's more than I used to get a month. I have a job now, so obviously I don't need an allowance. But you learn to manage your own money, so that's okay. What else? Um, what do you what do you think in terms not so much of paying for a girl but um being like respectful towards her like what do you th- like maybe uh maybe boundaries what do you think is a good thing about that uh um, like have you have you kissed quote Jennifer Garner yet yes I have okay mm-hmm. when like after how many dates or um, after how long about two months that's pretty good it's pretty impressive I still think I know who you're talking about Jennifer Garner right yes yeah. alias <laughs> duh. And like, what do you what do you think it felt like? What you did you feel it was significant? Like, was it important? Yeah, that yeah, was important. Kind of felt a connection. That's cool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, an important thing was how long did you know her beforehand? I'm guessing a lot long time. Yeah, because you probably went to the same school. Yeah, for many many years. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, you know when you're at the movies and you're not crowd up on her or anything, held hands. I'm guessing. Sure, probably. Okay, yeah. Now, Jason, what um, are you expecting out of first date? What are you excited about? Like, I know... Or have you even given this subject any thought? I mean, you have. You only have, like, half a year to go, so it's you can think about it. Well, really, for me, I'm not really looking towards the first date. I really just want to become, like, good friends with the person before we go on a date. So that way, like, because I'm not too big about the uh, speed dating, because, like, you don't get any time to actually know them. That's smart. That's and good. so, like, you can actually get to know them. So that way, like, if you screw up on the first date, then it's not really so, so like, big of a deal because you already know them. Yeah, I'm impressed. <clears throat> and that's my brother. He's got a lot of good points. I mean, uh, like we were talking about earlier, getting to know someone as a friend, it's an important thing. So that's definitely good. But uh, we asked this question earlier. What do you think, if you had a first date with somebody, what would you like to do? I mean, you know, I said I like I like doing a movie kind of thing or, you know, just going out somewhere where you could be able to have good conversation or... I'd probably, like, go out to dinner or something and then... You know, nowhere, like, nowhere too big. Yeah, just like a... Not like a cheap go restaurant, but, like, something yeah. moderately nice. That way we can just sit down and talk or whatever. Like, any particular place or... Not really. Personally, I think a really good place is uh, California Pizza Kitchen. That way you can buy one pizza. You know, yeah. you're not spending a bunch of money because it's a big enough pizza for both of for both people. Yeah. Or even doing someplace like that and then um, Cold Stone. Yeah. Cold Stone is your like first option for everything. And then your last resort is a, uh, you know, Slurpees from 7-Eleven. <laughs> That's always good. So, yeah. And then, um, and then Jason, what do you think about proper treatment and respect towards a girl? Um, just, just a, just a girl in general. Doesn't even have to be I would definitely say number one would be to like, if you see him, like if you're walking in the doorway at the same time, Either let them go before you or hold the door open because that's probably the most important way that you can show chivalry sure. towards a girl. So general politeness. Yeah. And what about respect and boundaries? Just let them go to you before you go to them. What do you mean by that? Don't 
touch them in any ways that would make them feel uncomfortable. Just like when they feel comfortable, they'll eventually go to you and kind of stand back until they feel comfortable enough to go to you. Do you have any set boundaries that you won't do with the girl until you get married or get engaged? I don't know. No? Do you think it's important to be able to kind of come up with those things now? Because, you know, once you once you get in a relationship, you know, things move fast and you kind of lose sight of everything. Mm, yeah, it can be kind of important. It's kind of like planning ahead. Not like planning ahead, planning ahead, but like it gives you time to like think about it before you actually get involved, get into the yeah. current or whatever. That's mm-hmm. cool. And then uh, one last question for both of you. Now, Darren, what excites you most about Jennifer Garner? Like what did you, what do you like about her that um, really kind of, Gets you to be with her. I don't know, like, I really like, like, how she, like, treated people. It's kind of funny. Like, how so? Like, I don't know, like, always active and stuff. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Jason? What was the question What again? is, what is, like, what do you look for, like, um, somebody that excites you and, like, what do you, basically, what do what you do look, you look for? for in a girl? Well, like most guys, like, they don't have to be, like, ridiculously pretty. Well, yeah, you, you get, want her to look we're the, the, we're, the dif- we're the different most guys. We're the, we're the nice guys. Yeah. But, like, to look good. and I look at their personality, like, they're nice to me if they're nice to our parents. They're funny, fun to hang around with. If we like the same stuff, then that's a bonus. You know, do you think it's important to have everything alike? No, but you can learn to like stuff. Now, like, like if if you learned that your girlfriend was a, you know, the same Avatar junkie like you are, <laughs> would you enjoy that? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. now what if she was more of, a, more of a junkie? If she was an anime crave? I really wouldn't care because I can get into that stuff pretty easily, too. Okay. What yeah. if she was a Spongebob freak? That's a little bit different. I would let her, <laughs> I would let her, uh, I would let her watch that by herself. Yeah, by herself? I feel like, yeah. I'll go watch Avatar in a different room. While yeah. She can watch that. You, can, you can watch Spongebob. Yeah, that's that's definitely a good thing. And um, really being able to know, not so much know what you want, because when you think of, okay, this is my set specific thing that I want to find in a girl, you know, um, it kind of sounds weird, but it's like the dating version of like eBay. Where you yeah. want to look for a specific thing, but obviously if you can't find it, then you learn to like, you know, you're not narrowing down the list because if you try to just find one specific person, when they say people go through the trials of dating, then, you know, you learn because you're not going to stay with one person. You know, obviously Jennifer Garner isn't going to be the person that you marry. Obviously, if you're really good, then it could be, but I don't think so personally. No. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's definitely a good thing. And like what, um, Jason said with knowing, feeling comfortable and you know one of the important trials is that what happens when you guys get into a fight and one thing that i've learned that i could say um maybe to all three of you is that when your your girlfriend or whoever is feeling down for any reason um is angry or sad you know not at you but just about anything um is that one thing that i learned from my small group leader last year is ask this one question do you want me to help or do you want me to just listen? Because that can make such a huge difference because girls don't always want your help. Just remember that. You know, if you need me to write it down on a sticky and you can have it on your forehead or just, you know, have it somewhere in your mind. So, yeah. Well, um, that about wraps yeah. up for you, – you want to say something else? No. Okay. I was just about to say I think that's yeah. time for today. I think uh, that about wraps up our show. That's pretty our, uh, Thank you guys for – here. I mean, I know you didn't want to bail out on us, but uh, it's kind of fun having more people in here. Because, you know, especially when we laugh about stupid things. And, you know, you with Jennifer Garner and with Jessica Alba, and you with, um, George your... Lopez. <laughs> George Lopez. Hi, <laughs> Chihuahua. So, yeah, well, uh, thank you guys for listening today, and we will see you next time.